Joshua Dobbs must be perfect on Sunday for the Cardinals to win. Can it happen? We've seen glimpses. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's lovely Friday. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Uh, hi, welcome. Follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast and Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. This episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On NFL for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Dallas Cowboys coming into town. If you didn't check out my crossover with Locked On Cowboys host Marcus Mosier yesterday, go do that on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Um, something has happened between us recording that podcast and today. Uh, we'll discuss Trevon Diggs out for the year with the torn ACL. Their lead corner over there um, will weaken their defense a bit, but that defense has given up only 10 points through two weeks. Regardless of opponent in the NFL, that is very, very difficult to do. To discuss what the Cardinals need to do to win what they need to avoid and highlight some players that need to ball out in their respective positions in an effort to keep this game close. Because on paper, it looks to be not so favorable of a matchup for the Arizona Cardinals. Having said that, there are ways that the Cardinals can curtail a blowout from happening, staying in the game. If, if there's a one-score game in the NFL in the fourth quarter, anything's possible. Anything's possible. The first thing, and I'm just going to get right into it here, is Joshua Dobbs needs to be perfect. And by perfect, I mean cannot turn the ball over, must take advantage of opportunities when they present themselves, and he's got to make the offensive line's job as easy as possible. But getting the ball out quickly, which he does a good job of, but also knowing when to get rid of the ball, throwing it away, not forcing situations, and bouncing out of the pocket whenever he gets the opportunity when the pass rush strikes. Because if you haven't watched any Dallas Cowboys football up, up until this point, they've got the biggest terror on a football field on the defensive side of the ball in Micah Parsons. He may, he may be the one that supplants Aaron Donald as MVP caliber from a defensive position. Not defensive player of the year, MVP. And we know that that's a quarterback award now. Michael Parsons is in line to be on a short list of guys that could win the MVP this year if they continue to play at the trajectory that they are. I guess Christian McCaffrey would be another non-quarterback that would be there. And that's not to say, you know, Nick Bosa and other guys are are great, elite, one percenters even. But it, Michael Parsons is an absolutely different stratosphere. Uh, yeah. He runs on fast forward and runs over people like it's matted on easy. It's the wildest thing. So when I say Josh, Joshua Dobbs needs to be perfect, I mean it because he's calling the shots. He's running the offense. And this is going to be in synchronicity with Drew Petzing blocking, uh, blocking strategies, whether it be run block or pass block, in an effort to hinder the pass rush of the, of the Dallas Cowboys. Because if the offensive line, especially the interior, isn't shorn up on Sunday, Dallas could have six sacks, seven sacks. This pass rush is insane. Demarcus Lawrence, 
Michael Parsons, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So Joshua Dobbs, just real quick, his numbers on the year. Okay, he's got 360 passing yards in two games. Obviously, the game against the Giants in the first half was it was as close to perfect as any quarterback could sustain. Now, I mean, I'm not comparing to Patrick Mahomes perfect. Patrick Mahomes perfect, Joe Burrow perfect, Josh Allen perfect is different than Joshua Dobbs perfect. But he didn't turn the ball over. They moved the ball down the field. They scored a whole bunch of points. Perfect. He had a couple absolute dimes in the first half. And he had the angry run uh, over the safety for a touchdown. I think it was David McKinney. So we've seen it in the cold open. That's what I meant. Like we've seen a flash of Joshua Dobbs playing perfect football. You just got to do it again. So uh, he has, uh, you know, this year so far, and I know it's a smaller sample size, but he hasn't started more than two games any year in his career. Uh, He has the highest passer rating of any year of his career. Um, And I know that this is grading on so many different levels of a curve. But looking at that, that's a positive. That first half is a positive. The first half on defense against Washington is a positive. These are the little nuanced positives that we need to be looking for throughout this season. And I've gone back and forth with myself, with friends, with other you know media members like, is this like consolation trophy territory that I'm entering into, which is not something you want to do. I mean, at least in my opinion. And most people are like, no, I mean, it's, listen, win-loss is not going to favor the Cardinals this year, which means points scored isn't going to favor the Cardinals this year. And you can look at it in kind of a preseason lens, but your ones are starting. And Joshua Dobbs being perfect isn't going to help the Cardinals in the long run on Sunday. His performance or performances until Kyler Murray comes back is not really going to have a direct correlative for the future of this team. Just won't. You know, maybe he'll be a backup. Maybe this will springboard him to a backup role with a chance to start somewhere else. Maybe Clayton Toon will be the practice squad quarterback and Josh Dobbs will be the backup. I mean, I feel like that's what we're in line to see at this point. So for his career, absolutely. For the Cardinals and building the culture and the new family here, absolutely. He's already ingratiated himself. He's already a Cardinal. Like that's that's a beautiful part about this. But throughout this season, the wins, the positives are going to be in small bunches and things to build upon for the next week. So if the Cardinals can put together at least one half of defense like they did in Washington and at least one half of offense that they did against the Giants at home, against the Cowboys, that means that things are progressing. And progressing, anything that's not a step backward is a step forward. That's one of my most coined phrases here. For those who are everydayers know that. Everything that's not a step backward is a step forward. Staying in place, especially now, is good. It means things are slowly working. This is going to take a long time in football years, meaning a season, to massively correct what's happened over the last couple of years. With with you know, half the amount of talent, maybe less. So when I say Joshua Dobbs needs to be perfect on Sunday for the Cardinals to win, I mean that, but 
in a sense that doesn't turn the ball over, has command of the offense, and they can get some sustained drives against the best, best defense in football, at least through two weeks. That means that this offense will work against any defense. All they need is an infusion of talent, mainly from the quarterback position. And that means that the first-round pick out of Ohio State in Paris Johnson Jr. had an absolute day for a third week in a row. Paris Johnson's biggest test is Sunday against Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, and the rest of that ironclad front seven of the Dallas Cowboys. I'll hit that next. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by the Game Time app. I'm going to see a concert with my buddies in two weeks. The first place that I went to was the Game Time app. It is so, okay. And we, this was a plan and this is funny. So like um, Incubus is one of our favorite brand, bands growing up. I'm going to be 40 in a week. And, you know, like it's, we grew up with them. And we, this was a kind of like a last second decision. And then I'm like, oh, perfect. I'll go to the Game Time app because you don't have to plan months in advance. They have deals on tickets right up until the day of the event. You're going to get exclusive flash deals on tickets for, you know, sports, football, basketball, baseball, concerts like I'm going to utilize it for, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. You can get images of the seats before you buy so you know exactly what your vantage point is going to look like. It's absolutely insane. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply, but again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNFL for 20 bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And after the concert's over, we've already decided that we're going to go back to my buddy's place and we're going to order some food, okay? It's going to be later. And not, you know, not all restaurants will deliver that, you know, that we want at that point. And that's why with our next sponsor, this episode of Locked in Cardinals is brought to you by DoorDash. Okay. It makes everything so simple. You can order the food on your way home. It'll be waiting for you. It'll be there soon after. If you love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door, DoorDash grocery delivery, you can stock up for the week. Also, like... There's so many things that DoorDash benefits. Laziness, <laughs> if you're in a bind, if you're working from home, whatever it is, and the restaurant that you want doesn't traditionally deliver, DoorDash will go get it for you. If you want groceries and you don't feel like going grocery shopping, DoorDash will go grocery shopping for you. You trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. Okay, with easy substitutions right in the app, and best in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash uh, order up to $25, uh, up to a $25 value when you use code locked on NFL at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply, but that's a 50% up to a $20 no minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code locked on NFL. Don't forget that's code locked on NFL for 50% 50 off your first order with DoorDash. It's going to be a tough game on Sunday for the Arizona Cardinals. It is. What's not tough is becoming an everyday here 
on Locked On Cardinals. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen. Please go to the YouTube channel, search Locked On Arizona Cardinals, subscribe, turn the notifications on, leave a like. If you want to leave a review on, uh, you know, wherever you get your podcast, cool. Um, I'm just happy you're around. Uh, if you like to follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner, if you have topic ideas you want to discuss, please feel free to send me a DM. Um, I've always got stuff to talk about, and I would love to hear uh, maybe a topic that you'd like to hear about that I haven't touched on yet this season so far. One player that I've discussed a lot, one player that I've gushed over is Paris Johnson Jr. Now, Paris Johnson Jr.'s pro football focus grade isn't that high. I think it's in the high 50s but he hasn't allowed a QB hit in the first two weeks. And the first two defenses aren't awful defenses in the Washington Commanders with that front and, and, and the New York football giants. This will be the toughest test for him playing on the right side. Uh, this is where my, if a star is born, you could see it very early. Theory kind of comes into play. Now, this isn't like a, you know, an outside the box thought or anything like that. But with high draft picks, there's a couple of different ways they enter into the league. One, fire off like, like coming out of a cannon. Where it's like, oh, yep, pro bowler. That was right. Their game translates. And then, you know, little while it takes, you know, half a year or something like that. Handful of games. Like, okay, starting to, the game is starting to slow down for him is, is one of the coined phrases. And then... You know, it could take a year and it could never happen. But if Paris Johnson Jr. comes out, doesn't even allow another QB hit in week three against the Cowboys, it's just like, you know. Players who play at that level won't just regress out of nowhere. It's like, well, it's only been two games. It's an offense. The offensive line is one of the toughest positions to play. That might be one of the dumbest things I've ever said, obviously. Thank you, Alex, for being, uh, you know, Albert Einstein with that one. But with how much importance is weighed on the offensive line, with Coven Beecham going out and Paris Johnson just moving over to the right and just be like, all right, let's roll. And him playing not perfect football, but not allowing a QB hit in the first in the first two games, better than allowing QB hits, better than allowing sacks on the right side. And we'll see where they line up Micah Parsons. They're going to line him up everywhere. We saw him just terrorize the interior of the offensive line for the Jets last week. So maybe that will be uh, well they'll, where they'll target because that is, you know, the weakest part of the offensive line is the interior for the Cardinals, even though they've played well overall. Paris Johnson Jr. versus Micah Parsons is what I want to see. It's what I want to see. And I just hope I need to find a nickname for him. PJJ is not is not it. I'm not a JG guy for Jonathan Gannon. I think it's I, it's dumb. Um, Paris Johnson Jr. is still a mouthful to say. So I just hope that he thrives. Because the last time the Arizona Cardinals have had an offensive lineman who has been a pro bowler, pro bowler. Not, I mean, DJ Humphreys was, was an alternate, I think. Um Roddy Hudson, but that was, you know, during his during his Raiders years. He may have been a pro bowler his first year with the Cardinals, but to see a set and forget offensive lineman for the Cardinals for the next decade, that'd be a beautiful, beautiful thing. So this is the perfect time for this test because Paris Johnson, he had a couple, couple games, got to know the NFL speed, got to know the NFL, you know, bull rush or pass rush that he's going to be seeing every down. 
and then you go Cowboys 49ers. It's like, okay, kid, let's see what you got. And so far, so good. It's going to be easier to protect for Kyler Murray, who, you know, is just a better quarterback than Joshua Dobbs. He's he's faster. He can get outside the pocket quicker. You know, it's 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 gonna be different, but these are incredible opportunities for him. I've talked a lot about with the rookies, uh, namely on the defense, BJ Ojolari, um, Control Clark, and then you know, when Garrett Williams comes back healthy, um these are invaluable snaps with literally zero pressure on them to perform like Steve Kime would draft people, draft rookies and be like, okay, this roster is not good because I can't formulate a roster. You're going to go start now when they weren't ready. Marco Wilson's a key example. Byron Murphy was a key example. They're just set up to perform right away when maybe they're not ready to this year. Doesn't matter. BJ Ojolari is going to continue to get better coming back from the injury. He hasn't looked fantastic during the first couple of weeks, but these are invaluable snaps for these young guys to be able to play. And Paris Johnson Jr. is on the opposite side of the ball where it is the most important set of positions on the offensive side. If you don't protect Kyler Murray, ain't none of this going to work. Said that for a long time. And if he's the first piece to the puzzle of this upgraded offensive line that's going to protect Kyler Murray or find whatever other quarterback it is for the next decade, and he starts out like this and continues and can and 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 does it again against the Cowboys in that pass rush, It'll be a check mark. Check. Right tackle, good. And then probably he'll move over to the left when, when DJ Humphreys moves on, if he does after this year. If not, keep him on the right and, and Kelvin Beecham moves on. You know? Like, I'm fascinated. I will be fixated, glued, watching Paris Johnson on Sunday. Because, again, as I wrap this up and we go back into the path to victory for the Cardinals in the next segment, watching these games looking for positives and positive trends moving forward is what this season is all about. Trey McBride, another one. I'll talk about him in the next segment. Zach Ertz, I'll talk about him in the next segment. Start to look at this offense as if Kyler Murray were running it. Okay, well, oh, they gained five yards there. Joshua Dobbs maybe didn't make the best throw, didn't lead the quarterback, had a guy deep that he didn't see, whatever it is. You're like, Kyler Murray would have made that throw. That could have been this. Like, that's kind of where my brain's going with this. And if Paris Johnson can do it with these incredibly meaningful snaps for a young player in a pseudo stress-free environment, there's always obviously stress. You're trying to win every game. Obviously that's not me of saying, Oh, I hope they lose every game. Cause you'll never hear me say that on this show ever, ever. It's incredibly meaningful for these young players to be able to get the reps that they're getting. And Paris Johnson is just at a heightened level of importance right now. Lockdown Cardinals, your team every day. Path to victory for the Cardinals. Is there one? Sure. Let's hit it next. This episode of Lockdown Cardinals is brought to you by Price Picks. I just lead with, I love Price Picks. I talk, I say that every time. I say it every time. Super easy. Um, it's fun. You're going up to 25 times your cheese. Like, it's you can turn 10 bucks into 250 bucks with just a few taps. Okay. All you do is select two or more players, pick more or less in their projected stats and place your entry. You're not playing against hundreds and thousands of other people. It's you against the projections. Uh, you can make your pick again in less than 60 seconds, quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, enormous selection of players and stat types are what make prize picks. Number one, daily fantasy sports app, you know, 
you can, you know, it's, it's something where you can think outside the box where it's like, okay, so, oh, so maybe it was, you know, Thursday. Oh, Nick Bosa over half a sack or under half a sack, more, more or less than half a sack. Hmm. I think he's going to get more than one sack. Boop. More. Boom. Done. And, and that would have hit. They offer weekly promotions. that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Every Tuesday, uh, price picks discounts, select players, projections up to 25% to provide even more value. So go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Final segment locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Uh, passed a victory for the Cardinals. Um, be perfect. Uh, and what I mean by that, you know, and I say that somewhat in jest, but Joshua Dobbs needs to be as close to perfect as possible. Um, can't turn the ball over, especially against this defense, as opportunistic as they are. Has to have control over the offense. And while I've continued to say win-loss isn't a direct correlative to success this season, growth, maturity, family, you know, new culture, everything like that. Getting sustained drives, having sustained drives, I should say, with this offense, regardless of who the quarterback is against a good defense, is a win. It shows proof of concept. It shows that this offense will work even better, much better, with Kyler Murray calling the shots. It'll show that even against the hottest defense in the NFL through two weeks, this offense can work. And that's going to be a mixture of a couple of things. One, not turning the ball over. Two, offensive line, keeping Micah Parsons at all at bay. And then three, seeing if James Conner can run against a bad defense or a really good defense like this. You know, it's it's going to be run the ball. It's going to be play action. It's going to be Trey McBride and Zach Ertz. It's going to be a Drew Petzing offense that we're starting to see as a big boy, grown up NFL offense that with Kyler Murray calling the shots can take the Cardinals to the moon. And obviously there are varying degrees, you know, varying uh, nuances and everything like that. But that's kind of what we've seen last week, first half. It's a team that won a playoff game last year. The Cardinals ran a rough shot. The offense looked great. This defense, better than the Giants defense, but at least we've seen what the Cardinals can do against a middle-of-the-road defense. And it's going to be fascinating to see how the Cardinals play on Sunday and how they act and how they react if they go down 21-3, 21-0. See if that drive and passion and fire is still in their bellies, like I'm assuming it will be, because that's a mindset. And Jonathan Gannon, even though he got ripped apart by his, you guys take a bus or a car to practice there to the facility today. It's like, that's what this organization has been yearning for. I don't understand why people just take that and see that as a bad thing. I thought it was a positive. Yeah. He's a little, he's a little like, he's not a normal boring court uh, head coach. Neither is Mike McDaniel. How's that working out? Winning is a beautiful thing. And when things start to shift and things start, when the Cardinals start to get little wins, like the first half in week one and the first half in week two, you start to believe and you start to be like, oh, that guy's funny instead of, oh, that guy's weird. It's it's just a dumb stencil that a quarterback, that a head coach is supposed to be in. Path to victory. Don't turn the ball over. Offensive line must protect. You must get after Dak Prescott, get him out of the pocket and force him to make mistakes. 
That's what it is. And then, you know, long sustained drives are just something that's going to be a check mark for the offense, for the future, proof of concept, learning the offense, implementing the offense, regardless of who the quarterback is. And I mentioned Trey McBride last segment, like this is the perfect offense to utilize Trey McBride's skill set. Well, he's a great blocker. Okay. He's even better in space. He got the George Kittle comp coming out of Colorado State. We saw George Kittle last night play, you know, dictionary definition, George Kittle ball. And if that's what we're in line for with Trey McBride, it is going to be a fantastic, fantastic thing for the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals win? No. Can they keep it close? Absolutely. I mean, I'm looking at like 27-10, something like that. Um, what you want to avoid is what the New York Giants couldn't avoid on Sunday Night Football Week 1. That's what you want to avoid. And what can help you avoid that, eating clock, getting close to winning time of possession, first downs, sustained drives, showing that this offense will work even against the best events in the NFL through two weeks. That would be the biggest takeaway for the Cardinals coming out of week three. Alex Nancy, Locked On Cardinals. Uh, again, follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards, and uh, I will talk to you on Monday.